vouchers, and I had an idea of what I might spend them on. But, like, ultimately, if I just buy a game because I feel like I should, then it's going to end up being a situation where I buy it and it never gets played. It just kind of stays on the shelf. Yeah, no, that's silly. So, the best way to do it is to just sit on it until such time as I'm like, man, I really want to play that right now, so I'm going to use the voucher on it. That's the way to do it. The uh, the downside to that is, you know, that probably happens after such time as those games have gone on sale for like 30 or 50%. But they're no, Nintendo they're games. They're Nintendo so games. Yeah. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> Sometimes they go 30% off. <laughs> Yeah, the the Wii U ones do. <laughs> no, they have they have sales every uh, so often. <clears throat> yeah, but the games that are on sale are ones that were like ported from the Wii U. <laughs> I saw uh, the the Mario Rabbids game was like Mario Rabbids doesn't count. That's that's Ubisoft. You can get that for like five bucks on sale. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. That one somehow Ubisoft gets to trump Nintendo. Nintendo is like, they have to be seething. Like the boardroom is like, how the why? How is this being allowed? We sell our games for full price for years. This is the precedent we've set with the Switch. And then Ubisoft is like, <laughs> sorry, bros. We make the most money when we charge ninety or ten percent of what the original value was. <laughs> the uh Speaking of the speaking of the precedent set by the switch, um, saw a rumor yesterday oh. about how we're uh, we shouldn't really expect a successor to the switch to be announced or launched or whatever until like next spring at the earliest. Yeah, I mean, we 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 guess that when you and I when we were guessing originally, we thought it was possible that Zelda, like two years ago or whatever. Yeah, we thought, it, or at least I thought it was possible that this Zelda might mark the the launch of a new system. I didn't really understand. I thought that was people just complaining that this game was just DLC for the original, mm. but apparently it really was supposed to originally be DLC for the original or something. Like obviously, it's been expanded upon in a lot, so it's not just DLC, but that was the original right. intention. Um, so it's Majora's Mask. Yeah, right. Ex- exactly. Exactly. So it means I should love it. Uh-huh. Right? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Majora's Mask is like my favorite Zelda. Um, but the so we we had estimated maybe then and then then they said, oh, we're only last year. They said we're only at the halfway point of the switch, which, of course, is obscene and not true. That's yeah. impossible for I mean, maybe they'll still support the switch for six more years with, you know, give like Nintendo will occasion like, oh, here's a game we sort of we sort of give a shit about that you can have. Um, that is, that is true. If you think about it from the perspective of like the Wii, yeah, like the Wii continued to be viable for years and years and years after later consoles were. I think the Wii outlived the Wii U in a lot of ways. <laughs> I mean, like people were still playing the Wii and not the Wii U. <laughs> not just like not just people playing it, people <laughs> releasing games for it. I don't know about that. I don't think there's anything relevant released on the Wii after the Wii U was released, but uh, maybe I'm incorrect about that. Well, the one thing that I know for sure, and you use a very key word, relevant, so <laughs> you may you may be right in that sense, but I know that um, the Just Dance games. I was just about to say, speaking of Ubisoft, Just Dance 2023, I think, is on this Wii. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they continue to release those for Wii because a bunch of nursing homes and physical therapy centers have Wiis. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so that they'll is, buy like that 100 is the copies. game. 
that is the game that they play in those places. Yeah, Ubisoft, you know, they may be dumb, but they're not dumb. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's, that's the, I, I, so them announcing a new system at the end of this year or middle of next year, early next year, and then saying, hey, this will be coming out at the end of 2024, or the beginning of 2025 is sort mm. of where I, that makes sense to me. Because yeah, the, the Switch is, it's way too old now. If they're, You can't port any new games. Like, you know how they try to do ports and stuff to yeah, the Switch? Yeah, that's or the even... big problem. You can't take something from the PS5 and put it on the Switch without it being a completely different game. Yeah, because it's already rough for the for PS4 stuff. Yeah. And so I'm, I, that, that is not surprising. The only, the only question mark for me is, will they just... Will they just make the Switch 2, which is sort of what I hope? Or will they try to do the Nintendo thing? And switch it up completely. I think, like, if you look at what they have done over time, like, they have to do the Nintendo thing. So I would I be I just floored. hope it's not too Nintendo. I would be floored if they do the Nintendo thing this time. The Switch has been, has made way too much money. So did the Wii. Yeah, but that was still, this, they, but that would be making the same mistake twice. That's true, but what if they're, what if they're... Also, the looking at it from the perspective of like, oh, it's not the mistake was not trying to innovate on something that everyone liked that already worked. The mistake was just that that innovation was the wrong innovation. So this time the innovation will be good. To be fair, the Wii to the Wii U was more or less what I would expect from the Switch to the Switch 2. Like it was kind of the same thing with one added thing. Yeah, so that would make sense to me, especially since the entire Switch library or Wii library worked on the the Wii too. Yeah, or fuck <laughs> the, the Wii U. <laughs> <laughs> okay, straight up. God damn If it. they had called it the Wii Two, it probably would have sold better. Yeah, I mean, I worked at Best Buy around then, and did I work there when it launched? I think so. <laughs> People would always ask. So. The, you know, it's it's just the, the second Wii. Like, I can buy Wii U games and they'll work on the Wii. It's just that I can't use the gamepads. Like, no, no, that's not how it works. Because they, they were very confused by the, the naming of it. But the people that, you know, just bought the Wii because it was cool or whatever. Yeah. It was a horrible, horribly named system. Yes. Yeah, it like, I think that consumer confusion is... The primary reason why the Wii U, I think, had some decent ideas. And like there are some games f- on which the gamepad was like a genuinely cool thing. Yeah, I mean, it obviously wasn't Nintendo. I felt like it was dead in the water almost when it started, because the only thing that used it really, really well was the the um, Nintendo was Land. Nintendo Land. Yeah, yep. I was thinking like Nintendo Plaza. I was like, no, that's not it. Yeah, Nintendo Land. Because even after that, Nintendo was like, eh. Just put a map on it. Yeah. <laughs> and we've yeah, joked that's, about that. Like, it's the same thing that people did with, like, the second screen and on the 3DS. Yeah, or for the, a or lot the of DS. Stuff. Yeah. Like, there are some games that use it really, really innovatively. And there are some games where it's like, yeah, it's a map screen. Who cares? <laughs> which, which, like, admittedly Mario is cool. Kart. Mario Kart. A, a flagship, like, the best-selling game on every Nintendo console. Just about. <laughs> Uh, the Mar- Mario Kart 8 for the Wii U, the entire gamepad is just a horn. It's just like, <laughs> hit the gamepad to, to beep the horn. <laughs> wasn't, wasn't it also, in a multiplayer game, wasn't it also the map? 
So like you had to have it positioned in a way that you people could see it. I gotta have a memory of that. I could be so wrong. Oh, I don't know. It's possible. The the most disastrous Wii U uh, gamepad <laughs> usage I can think of, though. <laughs> yeah, it has to be Star Fox Zero. Why? Because that was like <laughs> you didn't the, like flying your 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 uh, R wing. It wasn't flying. It was aiming. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> you had to do like you would fly with the normal controls, but then you couldn't just shoot at what was in front of you. You had to use like gyroscope aiming, like turning me, yourself around in all directions to shoot at things on the screen. Let me just say, I, I love some motion controls. Like, give me some wonky systems and it's fun. Star Fox. Star Fox Zero Mission. Or no, was it called Zero Mission? Zero Mission is the Metroid game. That's the Metroid one. What, what's yeah. it called? The Star Fox, you just it's said just it. It's just Star Fox Zero. It's just Star Fox Zero. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. That game, uh, <laughs> it was one of the first games Lachisi and I played together, and I was using the gamepad, and there was one point where I was like, this is such a piece of crap. <laughs> like, yes. <laughs> like, it pissed me off so much, I didn't have a filter for this person that I had met like a week ago. <laughs> Oh, it wow. Was, okay, so when you say the first game you played together, you mean, like, not after you had been together for, like, six months or something. No, it was like we, we had met and we had been hanging out. I mean, we were, it was it was probably, like, two months after we met because we were already dating. But we, and we had played Kirby's uh, Canvas Curse. Curse, I think that, yeah. Was that the right one on the Wii U? I think so. Um, that one was I fun. Know. That one was fun and chill, and it was cool. But Star Fox pissed me off so much because I the final boss mission where I was like trying to shoot some stuff and she was doing some shooty things and I I was I, I just got really annoyed at one part and then I then I chilled out and it was perfectly fine and it wasn't like I was screaming it was just like a ah this is annoying yeah, yeah it, it's yeah you get that that first moment of like oh my god why is it like this yeah because it's it's it's. It's one thing when you're bad at the game and you make a mistake and you're like, man, I'm bad. And that could be a certain level of frustration sure. in, inside yourself. It's another kind of frustration when it feels like the hardware is working against you. And, and yes. the, the hardware felt like it was working against me in that in that specific moment. Yes. Yes. And that is my that like the hardware is working against me is like my primary objection to motion controls. I think with games like uh, if you have like, you know, I still like Switch Sports. I haven't played it in months, but. But like Wii Sports, Switch Sports, like any stuff like that where the what it's asking of you is fairly rudimentary yeah. and the stakes are low, then, yeah, you can waggle around and have a good time. And that's fine. Like, I've got I've got no I've got no issues with that. Sure. Um, When in a game like Star Fox, where you're being asked for precision. And you have to do that within a you have to do that within a, a system that's, that see, feels like it's working against precision <laughs> and against you. That's yeah. frustrating and I don't like it. Yeah. It, so it's, you know, it, and it brings up the question what they're going to do with this. I just got, I hope they don't call it like the super switch. Now, that's what people keep saying, but I think that's going to be confusing to a lot of people. It's fun. I like it. Yeah. Like, I think that's fun, but that's because I also you know, spend 100, 100 hours every week playing video games. So it's not like it would be weird yeah. to me. They could call it whatever they want, and I'm going to know what it is just by what it looks like. Like exactly. the name is yeah. Like we're, we're going to understand it immediately. 
Yeah, but and it's not about us. <laughs> no, it's about the you know uh, how many. What do they have now? It's they're they're encroaching on the um the the uh, top. Well, it's like the third selling best system now, right? Behind, yeah, behind like, like the PS2 and, and the DS. Yeah, yeah. Um, so you know, there's there's a hundred million people out there that are like, huh? Right. <laughs> Just, right. just, just call it what call it what makes sense. You know, PlayStation they they have it right because Xbox went off the effing rails. <laughs> like, yeah, like <laughs> like Xbox was even it's even more confusing. Xbox is so confusing that I sometimes I'm like, I mean, I also don't care about the console. But there's yeah. been moments where you and I were talking about like whatever, which one it is, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, Xbox One X Series X S. Yeah, <laughs> like they went. They're like. You you want a confusing uh, system title? Hold hold my beer. The, <laughs> hold the my fact, X and S's and ones. <laughs> the fact that they have an Xbox One X and an Xbox Series X and they're different generations of console is Wild. the most upsetting thing. <laughs> they 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 did it. I mean they 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 set out to make a horrible name system and they 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 succeeded in their goal. I'm sure that's what they sat around thinking. Yeah. What's the worst thing we could name our console? Yeah, they did a good on, job. You're absolutely right. Like one, two, three, four, five is the correct naming convention. Yeah, Sony's like, here, this is easy. It's really simple, and nobody else can get it right. It's it's the oddest thing. <laughs> like Nintendo, <laughs> like okay, so Xbox is wrong every single time. Yeah, except for Xbox. Yeah, Xbox was fine. But then, like, instead of Xbox Two, it was 360, and then it was one. <laughs> that was what after everyone called the original Xbox Xbox One. Anyways, the fir- the third Xbox is the Xbox One. I mean, listen the, the the naming structure of the Xbox consoles puts the Halloween movies to shame. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it does. Like it, it has to be some of the most egregiously named uh, stuff that the like. Because okay, you you can complain. <laughs> I can't wait for the the Xbox Series S X Slim, the Revenge of <laughs> Phil Spencer, <laughs> and he's sorry because <laughs> that was didn't he recently talk about how he's he's feeling bad that Xbox is you know not doing great compared like like they lost. He the basically momentum. he basically was like yeah okay so we're in last and we're gonna stay there. Yeah, he, and he was also like, the problem is, is Microsoft, we're, we're a fraction of a percentage of the, we're actually negative, we're like in the red for the, the balance sheet of Microsoft, but Microsoft doesn't care. <laughs> yeah. Because it's such an insignificant amount. It's like, oh, you're $100 million behind? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Whatever. Shrug. <laughs> Don't worry about it, guys. You'll do better next time. You look good. You're good branding for the for the basically Xbox is there to get people to that don't care about computers to buy Windows stuff. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think um, that's it. It's, it's my just understanding image. is that like I don't think the Xbox division has ever turned a profit. No, never. The, the division itself has they, they sold the they sold the original Xbox at a loss. They mm-hmm. made up for it in, in software sales. Uh, uh, yeah, believe, which is a which is a common strategy. Sure, and I so I, I believe that the they've never been profitable as as just the Xbox themselves. Yeah. Now they have Minecraft, which is of course profitable. Is it though? I mean, I mean it makes them money, but have they made two billion dollars off of it? I I honestly have no idea. I feel like they they have to have done that, right? I don't know. I mean, like when you look at Star Wars, do you think they've made seven billion or whatever the price was from that when they bought it ten years ago? 
I don't know. It's hard to say because I'm thinking about like I'm thinking about it from a game centric standpoint where it's like, well, most of the people who play Minecraft have already bought it. Like how many how much are people like making in-game purchases? What I'm not thinking about is like toys, merch. Legos. Yeah. Legos. I mean, the fact that, here's the thing. The fact that we are still talking about Minecraft, it's been 13 years. It must still be profitable. It, yeah, you're, like, you're that's, right. That's insane to think that Minecraft, which is basically still Minecraft, is oh, being talked about today. To, to be clear, for, like, I have no doubt that Minecraft is like, from a minute to minute perspective, absolutely is, profit, is profitable. My only question is, like, have they made back the two billion dollars that they spent on it? Mm. Yeah, I'm going to guess I'm going to I would it's wager probably close that by now. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. Because it was like six years ago. It was a while five, ago. I don't know the exact date. Five of it, years ago. But, yeah, I don't know. Uh, but but, but yeah, the, they're probably just fine. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure. They're, they're fine. That was an OK. They're not regretting that purchase. I feel like. <laughs> I think they're doing okay. <laughs> Still a better purchase than Yahoo buying Tumblr. <laughs> I saw something about that the other day, and I don't want to spend a lot of time talking about it. But <laughs> it was like Yahoo CEO admits that buying Netflix for $4 billion would have been a better use of that money than buying Tumblr. Oh, oh my God. I didn't even think. <laughs> wow. And it's like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that makes yeah. sense. Yeah, it's it's impossible to know, though, because they could have driven it into the ground, right? Because people... We, we, That's we, true. I talked about that before with the, the Marvel licensing for movies, where Sony was like, nah, we'll buy the Spider-Man license for a couple million. And they're like, oh, you can have all of all of our comic licensing for, like, you know, six million or eight million. And they're like, no, why would we want all that those useless properties? Right. And now, of course, it's, you know, like the biggest... Uh, collected franchise across movies or whatever right that's only because disney put the money into it and if sony had made the kind of trash that they kept that they're all there's i mean look at morbius uh so no i refuse to look at morbius no no, we you i might make you watch it someday it is i I have i have actually heard i have actually heard some the room style dude uh, you don't understand there's there's on it it's it's like a movie where every scene is its own little vignette. It's it's like you're in a scene where you're in an office and they're like, we can never go back to that office. It's closed down. They'll know we, who we are. The next scene, they're walking into the office to get something. And you're like, what? How does that happen? You're just talking about how... Or like, he's got the bats in his super hidden secret laboratory that just happens to be like in the center of a normal hospital floor in a glass room and the bats are in a glass tube that you could just see if you walk in it's it's completely insane and it's it's awful but it's it's honestly it's it was a lot of fun like i don't regret watching the movie because it was so unbelievably terrible i my favorite thing about this whole story is how sony basically committed to a sequel (laughs) <laughs> because essentially everyone on everyone on Twitter gaslit them into thinking it was a good movie because they couldn't stop talking about it. <laughs> Sometimes so like, cool, we'll make another one because it seems to be this viral sensation. I feel I feel like this is the, something that I like to harp on in my class a lot. Context is very important. <laughs> very, very important. <laughs> Just throw it out there. Critical thinking in, in context. Yeah. Whatever. 
I know people who use critical thinking and they're all cowards. True, true. I, I never mind. I'm not gonna. I no. <laughs> I hope Nintendo uses critical thinking as they think about what they're doing with their next consoles. Of course, what I want to say. I do too. I, I'm I'm very like more than anything. I'm just curious. Yeah, I don't I don't really care. I'm gonna buy it no matter what they do. I'll, right. I'll grouse if it's like oh by the way all those. All, all like they're gonna start over this week. We're releasing Super Mario World for the Super Nintendo on the Switch too. It's like, right. oh, great! I can't wait to go through that process again. But the truth is, I will be excited if that's what they, if, if that's what they're doing to me again. It's like, fine, yeah, I guess I'll be excited for it. I Honestly, I don't care what they call it. If they just take the services and the releases that are already available. And, and just seamlessly carry them over to the next console. That would be crazy. That would be the most wild thing. And I, I, mean, I don't even care what games come out for it. I will automatically be happy. If, if that happens, that's going to be unreal. I don't know what Nintendo will do, because then if they want to promote their old consoles, they'll have to buy some old IPs. Like, because yeah. you can't you can't be excited about the Super Nintendo library being poured over and then never updating it ever again. And like, hey, everybody, it's Joe and Mac, too. <laughs> right, yeah, or some other trash that they find. Now, I, what would be kind of... Did they already release Joe and Mac, too, for the... Oh, did they? I don't I, know. They released Prehistoric Man or whatever, like the other There's caveman like RPG. There's like 18 <laughs> caveman platformers. <laughs> so I can't keep track of them all. I, you know, you know what would be a pretty cool start to the, to the new console? Would be like Mario RPG or something like that. Yeah, that's true. That that's would be pretty true. sweet. You you could drop like a real banger for each console, and then like the old, then, then people would they'd be forgiven for you know a year or more. Like oh, they whatever. should you have. Could. I'm curious who like has rights to that. You would think that you would think that Nintendo would have rights to do what they want with that, right? I'm gonna guess they could easily get the rights. It would just cost them money, and Nintendo's like, hmm, we're too busy suing people for making music. Yeah. Well, like, right now they're going after people for leaking Tears of the Kingdom. Which, yeah, I heard fair. they were. I heard they were going after, like they wanted Discord to give up people's information and stuff. I hope that doesn't happen because that's such a horrible precedent. You know what? Yeah, stuff really gets is. leaked. Deal with it. Who cares? It's not like it hurts your hype at all. It's so wild. It, it, nobody. Okay, if someone doesn't buy Tears of the Kingdom because they read the instruction manual or well that doesn't exist because they read the the strategy guide or saw the cutscenes from it then they weren't going to buy your game anyways. Yeah. So just relax. Yeah, if if someone sees the game and gets less excited about it, that's really a you problem. Yeah, or or it's a them never buying it in the first place problem. So either right. way, it's not a, it's it's just weird that they're so up in arms about this. I mean, I it's not the leaking part is not what's that doesn't really you know, that makes it, sense. I get yeah. it. I understand why. Now, I hope that they don't set a legal precedent to go after people's personal information from other services because of it, because that opens the door to a whole bunch of stuff I don't personally understand, but I'm sure it's not great. Um, and but 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 Nintendo as a company is just so strange about what they what they close and shut down and every, like like I don't like Let's Plays and things. It's it's mind boggling to me that they're still mad about all of that kind of stuff. I know. I know. I don't understand it either. I mean, I understand it in the sense that it's old men in offices that think that this is a threat to their business. Yeah, you know, I, I so the problem with you and I is that we understand it, but we don't understand it. That's true. <laughs>
Like we understand why it happens, but we don't understand why they why think they think important. that way. Or or release an alternative, like, hey, we're launching a Nintendo platform that has all Nintendo music and you can get all of it for I don't know, two dollars a month. And also we're gonna hire not hire, excuse me. We'll let people get a a, a fraction of a penny for a play if they make a song that's like underneath the guise of it or something i don't know like some some creators platform or whatever i don't yeah, know. encourage <clears throat> encourage people creating content that promotes your ips sure yeah rather yeah. than like trying to eliminate it yeah it's it's just it's just weird it, it, especially especially Everyone wants to listen to, I guess if they had Nintendo music available all the time, they couldn't get away with releasing a CD for like $90 or whatever That's every true. now and again. So, I don't know. That's true. <laughs> I, uh, I don't understand marketing. I Yeah. I would <laughs> like to say the same, but I work in marketing, so. <laughs> don't say it out loud. <laughs> it's good marketing, though. You don't understand bad marketing. How's that? <laughs> yeah. I don't understand stupid marketing. Yeah, I'm not stupid. I don't understand stupid marketing. <laughs> I can't say anything about it, but I had a I had a meeting at 8 p.m. last night. That um, sounds like stupid market. No, <laughs> <laughs> it's because the it's because the client is overseas. So it was like, oh, this oh, is oh, the oh, only oh. time that works for everybody. Yeah, no, that's fair. That's fair. Um, but they are. Um, well, I don't want to say too like, much about it, but I was about it, to say it. <laughs> it involves Anime Expo, which is really exciting. Ah, cool. That's all I can really say about it. Great. Let's move on. But but <laughs> I'm excited because like before I was working with like video games and now I'm working with video games and anime. And so it's all just kind of it's all just kind of coalescing around my interests. And it's really just, nice. I'd like to I'd like to say this all started with like, oh, I'm going to write copy for a dentist's office. And now yeah. it's like, oh, I'm going to write for video games and lawyers. You know what? Video games and anime. Yeah. Let's be real. Who cares real. about lawyers? <laughs> Speaking of lawyers. <laughs> <laughs> Nintendo. Nintendo cares about lawyers. <laughs> do we do we have a do we have a game to eliminate or are we too far into the future? Oh, we have we absolutely have a game to eliminate. Let's do it. Cue the music week five. Week Last five week already. I believe we uh I believe we killed Superman in favor of Bubsy. Uh, yeah, that seems 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 right. <laughs> this week, did I already say cue the music? If I didn't yes. say cue the music, cue you the can music. cue it twice. You could like overlap the music. Oh God, don't put that on me because I will forget to do it. <laughs> um, for the record, Swaggle you don't says have to do the that. genie leans in, leans in close, and says, "Disappointment is pretty much the same thing as disdain, right?" <laughs> Our choice is this week, Spore mm. versus E.T. Oh, man. This is an interesting one. So if E.T. doesn't exist, you don't get the fun story. Exactly! Exactly! I don't give a shit about the game! Oh, no, no one cares about the game. Well, the, what's, the, the, the great thing about the game, too, is it's a wonderful teaching moment, because people like to talk about how E.T. was the downfall of video games, which is not true. There was so much other, there were so many other trash games that were released. E.T. just yeah. happened to be the the linchpin because it was a huge name and had a lot of uh, backing, well, in theory, yeah. um, for what it was. And so people blame E.T. where it's nowhere near E.T.'s fault. There's many other problems involved. No, it's it's the thing that gets the most fingers pointed at it, but the real issue was a total lack of quality control. Yeah, which, which Nintendo remedied with their basic, basically mafia control of the, the video game market in, yeah. with their NES. 
Um, did you, you know they would like literally bully stores if they if so if company like um I can't remember which company it was now, but they 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 uh, they were going to make like games outside of their allotment for the um like they're allowed a certain number of games that they can make based on you know Nintendo's policies. Yeah, and they're going to make another one and just sell it independently. And Nintendo found out about it and con- like contacted the st- like the toy retailers in the in the in the game shops and were like, if you sell these games, we'll pull support. <laughs> Like, we'll just take the... You won't be able to sell the NES anymore here. So literally nothing has changed. <laughs> yeah, yeah there they are the same people, huh? Mm-hmm. Like, they're literally doing that still. Yeah, absolutely. Nintendo does not care. But yeah. so... That was back in the day when, uh, when they would talk to developers and they'd be like, okay, you can make like five games for the NES per year. Correct, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and so and sometimes so companies what they would make would, like a... Like, companies like konami would just have their shell companies like ultra yes correct and so they could make more yep basically yep so let's see spore i this is this one i'm, I'm not gonna lie this one's actually this one's the easiest discussion for me that we've had okay i do not care about spore in the slightest i don't it was either a huge disappointment it was just a disaster in of itself it probably has some good story there like, like as looking back on it, but I tell you what, Spore launched. It was bad. I played it at Kyle's. Haven't thought about it since. I played Spore like one time on my laptop. Didn't really care about what was going on, and also haven't really thought about it since. Yeah, I, that, I guess that's not fair. I did read an article where someone said something about Spore. And I was like, oh yeah, Spore. I remember that. And then that uh, that's that's exactly this. That's exactly. <laughs> The reaction that I feel like everyone has about Spore. Someone brings it up and they're like, oh, yeah, Spore. Yeah, that came out, huh? Yeah, that was a thing. Yeah. So so I would I would love, I would embrace E.T. with open arms as the game that makes it through this round. Because, again, like, the game continues, like, this is the rule that we, that we had reinforced last week. The game continues to exist, but the world's memory of it is the world's memory of it is erased. Correct. Yeah, the game, it's not that it doesn't, it's not that Spore never came out, it's just that no one remembers it, which is already the case. Which is already the case, exactly. <laughs> Whereas E.T. has, like, this whole, like, it is an important moment in video game history. Listen, I have worked E.T. into almost every class that I've taught, and almost none of my classes are supposed to be about video games. <laughs> That's excellent. I love talking about the history of that, mostly because they buried video games in the landfill. The funny thing, the funniest thing about that when they finally found them is that E.T. was not even the only game that they buried. (laughs) Yeah, that makes it. That's what I'm saying. It's it's a really great moment to talk about how E.T. gets the brunt of all this. And it's like, no, yeah, yo, E.T., you are a disgusting, slimy alien thing, but you're not the problem. Right. You can go home. It's all right. Yeah. Like. It was it was a microcosm of the fact that Atari was playing some Wild West shit with their with their game releases where they were just putting out whatever they wanted and didn't care if it worked. It was yeah, they were making so much money. No one had any. I mean, you're talking about people that were 25, 30 years old at the oldest, like yeah. <laughs> making video games that were by themselves. Grossing. Yeah. Yeah. Literally by themselves. People that, like the guy that uh, did Pac-Man got, you know. He, he was on his own putting Pac-Man on the Atari. 
and, yeah. and just figuring out how to make that happen. Then the company's making a ton of money. And, and, and so they, no one knew, had any idea what was going on. And then you have a major motion picture being like, hey, you want some money to make a licensed crap or, well, a good game? And they're like, yeah, uh-huh. yeah. And E.T. Yeah. happened. Yeah, like they're not going to say, no, we won't take the money. Yeah, and, and no one knew what to do with it. And that's what happened. It's, it's, so, so I, like, I, I like Nintendo the story of putting e. quality control, like the seal of quality is something that, like, gets either overlooked or mocked because it gets thrown up there on, like, trash games. Sure, sure, <laughs> sure. We're, like, we're the you go quality. through the, the trash <laughs> NES library and see the Nintendo seal of quality, and you're like, <laughs> But realistically, you have to remember that that was coming off an era where there was no guarantee that your game would work or be completable. I mean, we're talking about games that were released on the Atari where the entire game was, there's like a dot that's a spaceship and it says spell the word and there's just a word there and you just shoot the letters by rotating the letters around. And that's the entire, there's no score, there's no nothing. That's, that is the game. The game is just spelling random stuff by rotating the the letters around. Yeah. Like, so, so the Nintendo seal of quality and, and while it's, it's Nintendo was sort of, you know, they had some they had some serious tyrant attitude there. Yes, it was it was kind of needed and necessary to to right the ship, so to speak. And yeah, because there was there was a total lack of control or there was a total lack of faith that you were getting like a an actual functioning video game when you bought something. Yeah. And, and you need an E.T. gets the honor of being the face of of. All of this. Yeah. And so I want E.T. to survive. I want the, let me rephrase. I want the memory of E.T. to live on. Yes. Yeah, I completely agree. And I was going to, I was, before you even said any of this, I was going to agree on all counts. Like, I don't care about Spore. I don't care about E.T. as a video game, but E.T. as a video game story is way too valuable to me. Yeah, yeah, I can't wait to see what ET has to go up against. <laughs> That's going to be hilarious. We got, we got some good, <laughs> we've got some good matchups for round two. I can't wait for Fortnite versus Bubsy. Uh, shit, I, I, I'm actually, I'm not sure. No, I'm, no, no. I'm, we don't. We don't. We're I know, not doing I know, it now. We're I know, I know, we're not, I know, I know. But I, my, my brain still thought about it because you talked about it, right? It's yep. Like I can't not think it. <laughs> well, you know what? You know how we can fix that? What's that? By thinking about codename Viper for a few minutes. A few f- emphasis on minutes. Yes, a few. Couple even. One. Okay, so remind me why we even started looking at codename Viper in the first place. All right, so I, I, I remember today. Okay, was, thank goodness. I opened up <laughs> the Wikipedia page for it and I was like, Arc System Works, I know that's what kind of hooked me in after we looked at the pages like oh yeah i'm kind of curious now but what it was we were looking at uh yokoshi mamura's listing of music that she's created after right. playing gargoyles quest and, yes. we, I, and we saw i saw codename viper because it was the third game that she had worked on. i was like oh i'm curious what that is and we clicked it and it says developers arc system work i was like arc system works really yeah 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 that's okay. interesting and then published by capcom and so it, that was it that was that was that's the story of how we ended up on codename viper and i I'll, I'm gonna here. Uh, let me let me let me give you a little taste of my experience. Wasn't of this it? Game. It was something more recent than Gargoyles Quest, wasn't it? I don't think so. That Yoko Shimomura worked on. That we talked about. No, because we just played Gargoyles Quest. So I played this game. Like it five... feels like that was five months ago. No, no. Okay, well, so I played this game. Well, when this is being released, 
two months ago. And at the moment, it was like six weeks ago that I played it. Uh, so it's been a bit since I played Codename Viper. So that would ex- okay. feel that would explain why it kind of feels. Yeah, that, yeah, that's fair. And it took, I me, gotta, it took me some time to get around to. Let me just say up front, the music in this game is really, really good. Yeah, I love the music. I'm I've been listening to this music, the soundtrack. It's 27 minutes long. I've listened to it since we started the podcast. It does not feel like music that belongs in this video game, even in the slightest. It really doesn't. It's it all like it's it's all like this weird swing jazz music. Yes, it's like yeah, it's so good. It's so good and does and not. I, belong I understand in this game. if they're if they're going for like a sort of spy thriller kind of thing. Sure, this almost dude is like not a James Bondish thing. That is not this gentleman, but it certainly is not. What what's his name? Mister Smith. Kenny, it's not Kyle it's Smith, it's, Mr. it's Kenny Smith, Smith. and Commander Jones. Commander, <laughs> Kenny, Kenny Viper Smith. Codename Viper, that's that, that's that's it, yeah. God. Yeah. <laughs> this <So>, <laughs> sucks. <laughs> it's so terrible. It is the only thing holding this game together. It, oh no, I, I remember, okay. <laughs> I re- <laughs> I'm so glad that you said it. The reason it hit me so hard is because the those were the exact words that I were good that I was planning on coming in with, with the exact intensity, and you you took it from me. I'm sorry. I'm literally gonna jump in and be like, this game sucks. So I remembered the other reason why we decided that okay, we'll play this is we're like, well, how long is it? And I looked up a long play, and the one that I have is. Was it like twenty it like, minutes? It was like twenty minutes, which is a complete and utter fabrication of That's reality. That's a lie. <laughs> but but the top comment on the long play was uh, something about. Hold on, let me see if I can open it up again and find it. Uh, oh oh, I, I haven't yada yada yada. I was still shocked when the final boss, what it was, and the first plot twist of his life, or the best plot twist of his life, or something like that. I don't remember. Yeah, okay. Who said it? And I was like, best plot twist. Wait, how's it this one? Oh, oh, one of gaming's most well-done plot twists. The way Jones says goodbye at the beginning. The way you figure out more and more about the truth after every mission. And finishing by <laughs> defeating the man who sent you out in the first place. <laughs> <laughs> and then, after finishing, I was like, really? A, a good pl- I'm, I'm kind of curious, an NES game with a good plot twist? So I suffered through the first level and was like, I'm not playing any more of this. And I just ended up watching the long play. That's uh, fair. And... Knowing, I guess knowing that it was a plot twist made it not a plot twist at all. Because like, oh, okay, it's got to be the... the Because I didn't read the whole comment at first. I just saw the plot twist part and then stopped reading because I didn't sure. know if they were going to talk about it. And then I was like, okay, it's got to be the... Your boss is the bad guy. Because what other plot twisting could there That's possibly be? That's literally the only plot that there is So I was hoping it was going to be something way better than that and way bigger. And I suppose in 1980... Oh, yeah, fine, fine. If if it was 1990, you'd be like, oh, that's a cool twist. The boss was the bad guy. That's neat. I don't know. I feel it's, like... Okay, I'm going to say this. It is a plot twist. It technically is a plot twist, yes. It is a, it is a functioning plot twist. It is not one of gaming's most well-done plot twists. <laughs> Especially not today. <laughs> it is. It is not. I, I suppose um, it's one of gaming's most well-done plot twists for 1990, because there's probably been, like, two, this and Metal Gear. Okay, so 
like what they're referring to here is you go through <laughs> and first of all, where is where is this taking this, place? Let's just throw this all out there. This is one of the most casually racist games that we have played on this podcast because the entire thing is about just like sending the CIA to South America to just fuck with shit. Yeah, because because of drugs. Yes, because the entirety of South America is in on the drug trade, obviously. So you go to various places in South America just little dots on the map that you turn into X's after you've blown them up sufficiently. <laughs> yeah, you go to uh, uh, Venezuela, Brazil, Chile, Peru, Par- Paraguay, Argentina, and Bolivia, according to the Wikipedia. Yeah. And you go and you knock out all of the, uh, you go knock out all of these drug spots, I guess. Yeah, that have with... also kidnapped random women. Yes, and children. Oh, yeah, children, too. Yes, yeah. And gun down countless dudes in in that uh, very particular type of, like, Castro-esque floppy hat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Who sometimes... Let me just... I want to take a sidestep for a moment here. And when you're on an upper level and a guy jumps into your feet and, and kills you... Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah, no, oh. we're going to get there. We're okay, going to get okay, there. Okay, continue. Um... After you finish each stage, you, like, free an operative, and the operative gives you, like, five more words in this written note about, like, who is behind everything. And you get, like, you get... That was another thing you, like... That was another thing that got us to to play it, is you saw, like, the first instance of the note. Yeah. Yes. And it was just, like... It was just, like, a few words, and some of them were just, like, attention, pay... And then there was like a little skull in the corner. Yeah, the little skull. Yeah, with an and we made patch. the joke about it being about it seeming like uh, like it was the official like drug syndicate stationery. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it has a little, little stamp, a little you know trademarked watermarked symbol yeah. on the on the note that shouldn't be written in the first place. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so the um, so after each stage, you get more and more of that note revealed until the final one is like. Oh, it's Commander Jones in Beverly Hills. And you're like, and no, I you won't just let have him to get send him as many drugs as possible for the world takeover, I guess. Yeah, they're taking over the entire. Yeah. And, 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 and Smith will not let him get away with such a hateful thing because they're going <laughs> <That's right. laughs> to take over the entire world by supplying them with drugs. With I guess. drugs. Yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. Fine. Yeah, I, I will say the art looked good overall. It does, that. even though the sprites being too big is kind of part of the reason this game is unreasonably difficult. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It is unreasonably difficult. And that, and honestly, the game is mostly serviceable, except for it being unreasonably difficult. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's it's honestly, it's fairly straightforward. It's like a it's like it's a, a very, slow contra. It's a ve- yeah, it's very straightforward. Um. Aside from like, as long as you know that you have to go indoors. Yeah, because that's how you because apparently they've also kidnapped some of your operatives that but they left them with the bomb. Yes, so it's fine. Yeah, every single operative has a bomb that you will then use to blow up the end of the stage to blow and up an there's entire no country. Bosses. No, well, no there's bosses. OK, there's one boss. Yeah, the boss. Yes. And <laughs> where he's in like his 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 office chair at the start. Yeah. Yeah. 
Which, okay, here's here's the problem, right? You have two lives, maybe three lives. I don't remember if you have, I think you have a zero life. Um, and like, what, two continues, three continues? Yeah. yeah. Um, I think you, you get more lives too, because in the, in the long play, he had like four pips of health, but I have no idea how that happened, because like I said, I did not play any more of this video game. <laughs> yeah, so you uh, you have two pips of health. Um, getting hit by an enemy takes one. Getting hit yep. by a bullet takes both of them. Yep. Oh, yeah, it does. Um, and then in later stages, behind some doors, there are basically heart containers that can bring you all the way up to four pips ah, of health. Okay, that's what Which is. should help, except that when someone shoots you, it knocks you back into the next bullet. <gasps> so you just still go from four pips of health to zero without being able to do anything about it because you literally can just get juggled from hit to hit and how is what was the crusher factory like to play through not as bad as you think okay good i wasn't sure yeah actually like like that none of the platforming was or anything like that was like a major problem okay um, the, the difficulty was all the, was all enemies. And I swear, I don't know if this is necessarily the case, but I swear to you, it feels like in later stages, enemies show up faster and shoot faster to the point where like, if you are just walking to the right at a normal speed, you will just walk into a bullet. <laughs> and if you walk into one bullet, you probably walking into two. So you're just dying instantly. Oh my god. Because you don't really have iframes. Right. You have a sort of like Castlevania or Ninja Gaiden-esque like knockback when you get hit by something. But then there's no there's no like iframes coming out of that. And the amount that it's hard to explain exactly, but like most enemies will fire two bullets fairly close together, kind of like at a at a at a set interval. Sure. Like juju. And the amount that you get knocked back, co- like combined with the speed of the project, like this, the projectile is faster than your knockback. So it's like it's making up ground on you as you're knocking back, as you're as you're like falling backwards. Oh my so God. it is timed perfectly <laughs> so that when you land from your not when from your knockback, the second bullet is hitting you. That's, and I've that's, tried ducking, I've tried running, I've tried jumping, I've tried everything. You just, it just, bullets just wombo combo you to death. So, like, that's t- putting aside the fact that, like, if you get hit by one bullet, you die in the early stages. Sure. Once you have th- three or four health, generally, you still basically get one shot by <laughs> most things. <laughs> oh, that's beautiful. It's rough. That's absolutely beautiful. Um, I mean, listen, the, the, I, there's I think it really like the, the idea that this is just a bad video game. We don't we we've been on a string of, you know, real good games. We played Largo Winch last week. Oh, we did. I forgot. OK, we've been on a string of prior to. Well, I guess we played the bouncer. Oh, what the hell? Why is my <laughs> I memory, know. Why I is my actually, memory of all these okay. games good. This is the funniest what? thing is that. I was actually just the other day thinking the same thing. Like, wow, we've played like pretty decent games for uh, for the podcast lately. Yeah. And then I actually went back and looked at the episode list and I was like, 
All right. The bouncer, Largo winch, puzzle and action, G-Lock. That's all within like the last two months. I think G-Lock is an G-Lock okay is actually not bad. Memory just because it was kind of neat for what it was. But no, you're you're right. You're not you're not wrong. Oh yeah, puzzle puzzle and action was cool. It was fine. Um I mean it was just more WarioWare like, before WarioWare. I think what's okay. Y- you know what I think it actually is? What? Is <laughs> the reason why we have this feeling of like, oh, we've had really good games lately is yeah. because we have we've run into a bunch of games that are like that have surprised us with being good. <laughs> yeah, there's been there's been some. I mean, hell, I guess this game's going to have that too. Because I am not kidding. To those listening, look up Codename Viper NES OST. It is so freaking good. Yeah, L- like my memory of this game will be. Oh, that's the game with the the awesome soundtrack. Yep, and and that's 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 where that will end. <laughs> and the funniest thing is like. Yes, the soundtrack is much better than the game itself. But more importantly, I, I think the soundtrack is best enjoyed independent of the game. <laughs> True. The, because it was, doesn't fit the game at all. You're, you're actually right, because when I played the game a little that I did and watched the, the, the long play, the music was kind of like, yeah, it's OK. Like it didn't it didn't hit me. But then when I was listening, because, like, you know, we, we sometimes when, when I realized why we played this game, then I looked up the soundtrack. I was like, oh, God, this is so good. So I think this <laughs> codename Viper is similar to The Last of Us in that it's better to, you know, watch The Last of Us than play it, and mm-hmm. it's better to listen to Codename Viper than to play it. To play it, it yes. <laughs> yeah, I, that's that's completely fair. Like, I, I would not really... Like, real talk, I might try to hand this out on Cusa Grande. Yeah, I could at see some that. Point. Sure. Especially some of those later stages where you're just dying. <laughs> yeah, it's really rough. <laughs> Let me let me tell you, I was trying to play through this game legitimately. I really was. Yeah, as you as you do, you that's um, that's the way you like to try it. I was in stage one for like an hour before oh. I actually finished it. Oh yeah, no, I I save stated way earlier than that. So I I started out with um, I, I started out like this. I'm not going to save state. I'm going to try to play legit. Right. I did that right up until I made it through stage one. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, and then I tried to go through stage two and just got completely washed and had to start over from the beginning. And then I made it through stage one, like only taking like one death or possibly even none. And I was like, OK, now I'm, I'm I'll save state between stages so I can just start from here. Right. Yeah. Because yeah, it's got kind of, a password system anyway. Password. Yep. That's what I was going to say. So. So that seems fine. By the time I was in like stage three or four. I had save and load state buttons mapped to my yep. controller. I was about to say, did you did you change L2 and R2 to be your yep. save and load? Yep, yep. <laughs> it was that bad. <laughs> Here, I'm going <laughs> to... This is this is my feeling of, of Codename Viper. It, it, this won't work for our listen and audio only <laughs> format. But uh, here, here's an image that Mr. Smith makes. This is his face in every single his, cutscene. His scowling face. <laughs> That is how I feel about Codename Viper. This is my this is my serious upset face. <laughs> With my cool slick back hair though. It's not bad. <laughs> there are anime characters who still have that hair. That's what I mean. That's it's it's a very it's a it feels it fits. It fits the character. It, it works. Honestly, it works. <laughs> the portrait fits better than the music does for the game. The game the music is too good for this video game and completely the wrong 
tone and feeling. Yeah. I think I, I wonder if if this game was more like Ninja Gaiden, because it feels kind of like a marriage between Ninja Gaiden and um, and Contra. Yeah. OK. Um, if it had a health bar like Ninja Gaiden, I think it would be better. Uh, you know what I mean? Like yeah. you get you get like comboed around in Ninja Gaiden and that's frustrating. But like and you get like knocked into pits, which is something that happens in this. It's very NES type stuff. But I think the biggest issue that I have with this is that you get two pips of health and up to a maximum of four that frankly don't they're just not enough. Like yeah. it's. Because it, it feels like you have to go through these stages making no mistakes when there's a lot of stuff that happens that you just can't react to. Like enemies come in from the side of the from the side of the screen and just shoot you with a bullet that's very fast and difficult to react to. Um, or they just drop down on you from above. You know, this thing gets, you know, a dude pops out of the window and shoots you and then you're dead instantly. Um, sometimes most of the time, like there's a duck that allows you to like duck under some bullets, but some enemies you can't yeah. like you don't duck down enough. And it's just like the whole thing is like, OK, that's fine because you can learn that. But the penalty for not learning that instantly is dying and have to having to start from the beginning of the stage. And you can only do that like nine times before you have to start over. Yeah. So, like, if there was a if it was just slightly more margin for error where you could take a hit like that and actually learn from it and be like, oh, OK, next time. Next time, I'll 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 understand that. No, like, it's, it's it's unforgiving. It's very unforgiving and in a way that is like not really welcome. It's not like designed around being unforgiving because if you want to be unforgiving, you have to also like give. I don't know, unlimited continues or like a relatively short level structure so that people don't have to redo as much of the stage every time. Uh, Do you this think game, this game is built around randomly <laughs> popping in and out of hidden doors to find enough equipment because your ammo is limited. Mm hmm. No, mind you, that probably won't be that much of a problem if you're going in all the doors. Is that correct? Yeah, you get you get plenty. I the, I feel like the ammo is limited specifically because they want you to not play it like Contra, because that would actually make it too easy. If you <laughs> just had, if you just played the entire game with your finger on the fire button. Sure, sure. Yeah, yeah that makes sense. Because then you'd be killing everything before it pops up. Even. Right. And they want you to be like a little bit more strategic and, and pick your shots, which it you know, it's not a bad thing. Like it does actually work OK for that. It's just again, Everything shoots too fast. Everything moves too fast. It's hard to react to it. So you basically have to work on memorization. And that's there's just not enough margin for error for memorization to be like a fun way to go about this game. Especially today. <laughs> Especially today. Well, like like maybe maybe. Every, all you you know if you've listened to this by now, there's always that caveat of yeah yeah. If it was back then, maybe you would have played it and it would have been fine. You have sure memories of it, yada yada yada. Mm -hmm. But in no way would I ever recommend this video game to someone in 2023 unless they're in a bad video game tournament. Yeah, 
In which case, it's not so much a recommendation as it is forcing. Right. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> so, one final thought. Do you think the factory that you infiltrate is Largo Winch's? Yes. Oh my god, yes. Yes. I, I, I hadn't thought about it, but absolutely. Okay, so lore confirmed, codename Viper and Largo Winch. Same universe. Same universe, same timeline. I think they both do take place on Earth, so technically. <laughs> <laughs> Cut it! We're done! <laughs> mm-hmm.